since the recording of this episode, the luchador known as Silver King unfortunately passed away. It was last weekend at a show in Camden. He was only 51 years old and he was a staple of the WCW Cruiserweight division during the Monday Night Wars. He was also known as, known well to non-wrestling fans as he was the villain in Jack Black's film Nacho Libre. He was he had so many more years left in him, but unfortunately, I don't know the ins and outs of what caused it. Unfortunately, he passed away this past weekend. We'll be sure to have fun reviewing your matches when they come up on Nitro. So I just want to say, from everyone in the wrestling community, in the wrestling world, thank you, Silver King. WCW Nitro in its full. Each and every week we give you our thoughts and our reviews on Nitro from that week. We're here with episode two. I'm your host, Sean, and to my left is my co-host, Will. Hey, people. Will, how have you been? How's your weekend been? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. In yeah. Germany for the, for the weekends. Yeah. Four days off. Good. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Really nice. Do much fun. Anything fun out there? I drunk a lot. Drunk a lot. Sounds drunk good. Drunk a lot. I'll tell you what, we had a great little boat tour of the River Rhine. 
Very nice. 15 euros each, an hour on a boat, all you can drink. Perfect. Right, that's all I wanted. Absolutely. I left perfect. after that, I thought that was been done. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. <laughs> what about yourself? Uh, so, weekend I was working, but yesterday I went to Attack Pro Wrestling in Camden, live at the Dome. Good show. Wasn't a big turnout like I thought there would be, like their last show. Dome's a good little venue, though. It is a very good venue for wrestling. Good venue. Very good venue. Went there last year, met Kevin Nash. Been to quite a few wrestling shows there. It's a great venue. You should go and check it out. Any promotion, that's there. So, we're on episode two of Nitro this week. Just give you a quick... A quick? A quick? <laughs> <laughs> a quick recap of what happened last week. So, last week was the debut episode. We got Hogan facing off. With Luger to build up this week's main event. We got Luger making his surprise entrance to WCW through the whole wrestling world by storm. Last week was WCW's first Nitro, but it was unopposed by WWF. This week, Raw is back on its... Weekly, they're both airing at the same fucking time. Well, they're both airing at the same time. It's their first real test to see how the TV ratings hold up for the head-to-head battle. That is WWF Raw versus WCW Monday Nitro. There, the first results came in on this week. Last week, Nitro had no competition. Raw wasn't on the TV. So they were they were sailing high. This week, it was a very close in the ratings. Raw got a 2.5, while Nitro got a 2.4. So you can see... And this proves how good the first episode actually was. Yeah, you can see that people... Were drawn into it. Yeah, people were drawn into it, but they didn't split the crowd that was already there... They doubled the wrestling crowd. Yeah. Which I didn't think... They made a crowd. Yeah. I don't think Bischoff thought that's what he was going to be able to do. I think he thought, oh, I might split the WWF crowd in half or gain a few yeah. or have a little bit less. I don't think he thought, I'm going to double the crowd. Let me be funny. People were watching the WWF and the WCW. Yeah. They were literally flicking between channel yeah, they to were, see what was going on. They between... were channel surfing between the two. And that's how good, like, leading up to six years later, how good it all became. Yeah. Unfortunately, we had a shit ending. Yeah. But the build-up... The, the middle was good. This is what we're here for. The build-up yeah. of it all is awesome. You, Everyone knows what happened with WF and their rating situation and everything, but WCW's situation was an underdog story, wasn't it? Yeah. No one thought that they would, that they would go anywhere. They didn't think this would kick off. So, like I said, this is episode two, their first head-to-head weekly battle. We start off with a uh, shot off Miami City. Yeah. That, that's where that's where we are tonight in Miami. We get a shitload of opening pyro. <laughs> you do. This is like the complete opposite to the first episode. Yeah. Like, the first episode was shot in a... Sh- it was filmed in a shopping centre. Yeah. 
now, and now we've we've gone into an actual arena, arena, and we've actually got the full classic Monday Nitro set with the WCW's either side of the yeah. entrance. We get the commentators in there, little podium. Yeah, there. we it's get the commentators. I found that quite strange. Yeah, they, I just they I did as well. They weren't at the front of the arena. They were at the back. They were at the back. They, but they've all, it was always like that though. For years and years, they was always sat in a. They would. Oh yeah, but they were always up. They were always by the entrance. Always by the entrance, yeah. Yeah, but this time they're actually at the very back of the arena. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, they're not up the front. They're at the back. It's weird. It's strange. It's... You there. should watch it. Just... Yeah, just to see. I, I totally think. I'm not going to plug the WWE network. We're not affiliated yet. So. <laughs> they haven't. They're not. Whatever, but you just get it for a free it. trial. Just get the free trial <laughs> and, and watch it. It's yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah, I did like. I've I've heard people talk about this before. If you look at the ring apron, so you've got the black apron and the nitro is cut out, and you've got clear perspex behind it. Behind it, yeah. But you've got the different coloured lights that come through the perspex. So, when Flair comes out later on, you get gold lighting come through. Yeah. I, th- I thought that would look brilliant. And even their, like, logo, the WCW logo in the steel... Yeah, the steel grate. It just looks... Looks good. Looks gritty, but it looks real. It doesn't look yeah. childish like the WWF logo yeah. does at the time. It was good. Yeah. So, first of all, we go to the commentators... Yes. Once again, Eric Bischoff, Bobby Brain Heenan, and Mongo. They're talking about last week and the main event for tonight, which is Hogan versus Luger. They're also telling us that Vader has officially gone AWOL and they're unsure what's going to happen with the main event of Full Brawl with the 4 on 4 tag team War Games match. Can I ask a question? So. Alright, my memory, I don't know that much. Where? So he had, he had that fight. Yeah. Where do we see him? Does he, he comes back, doesn't he? Doesn't come back to WCW. He doesn't come back? No more. So where's he gone now? So I believe he... Uh, he'll probably, he probably goes to Japan for a couple of years because I know he turns... I know, yeah, I remember he goes there somewhere, but is that, is this, a, is this that time now? I think is this the timeline we were at? Is that that's what's happening? I think he's probably just right now. He's probably taking a couple of months off. I'm not sure if he goes to WWF in early '96 or not, or does he? Because I, th- I think I, he might have done. I think he I think he does go straight to the WWF. But you might be but, right. The old New Japan. But he had some injuries, and so he took time off to. Healed the injuries, get surgery, but I know the WWF brought him back quite quickly to start an angle to then take him back off. So he, I think he might he have done. to get him off the WCW contract. Yeah, so I think he might have gone straight over to the WWF after maybe two months or so. Yeah. So the, the whole idea of this episode though is Hogan Luger, isn't it? Yeah. Whole episode, whole build up for this episode is Hogan Luger. What's going to happen at the main event of the pay-per-view? And they're trying to build up the pay-per-view. Yeah. Trying to build up the Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. What I don't like about... There's one thing I don't like about this episode and leading up to the pay-per-view. You only get 
build up for two matches. Which is what do you mean? The main event. Yeah. The war games and Flair versus Anderson. Yeah. 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 I would have been. Then, I wouldn't be able to tell you any other match on that card without watching it. There's like what's on like what's on this card. It's so it's on this this night. On, what's on this night? So you got Sting versus. You get Sting versus VK Wall Street. Shocking. Oh, that that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Norton. Flash, Macho Man. Yeah. Flash Norton or Scott Norton so, versus. So last episode we had your Hogan. Yeah. This episode I want your Macho Man. <laughs> I I had watched them. I might do Hogan later. Oh yeah. Our first matchup on this episode is the debuting homicidal, suicidal, genocidal Sabu, which you can't believe. No. He's he don't look in great shape. No, he he's, don't. He's bandaged up already, and he's got his shoulder done. Yeah, he's got all the scars on him. But then we get everyone's favourite dust wonder kid, Alex Wright. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his amazing dance moves as he comes out. What I noticed about this, though, going back, is how tight the arena is. Small, isn't it? It's very small. small. Literally, they're down the ramp and they're in the ring straight away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, where... There's no. It's like ten feet. In yeah. It. There's no length to the arena. Whether that's just because they're booking a small arena at the moment, still being the first or the second show. Yeah. I don't know. I want to say as well, like it's very nostalgic as well, that every kid in that arena has got a Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Fucking teddy bear. Beat me up, yeah. teddy bear. <laughs> but they're not. But they're not WCW ones. They're WWF they're ones, ones yeah. with the winged eagle belt. <laughs> but another shocker is Sabu being there. Yeah, I him being there is like I I didn't know I didn't know Sabu was in. I knew he was in WCW for a very short time, but I didn't realise he was on the second episode of Nitro. Yeah. Still doing, but they they plugged him in the first episode. Yeah, he had a a promo <laughs> in did, the first yeah. episode. He had that video package where the where the table didn't break, but he's still doing all of his his ECW moves. Moose. And it's it, like there must there must have been something going on in ECW where he thought, "Fuck this, yeah, I'm having a break." Yeah, he's he's got he's stepped out of off out of ECW. But I don't. Th- I think he can only work the ECW style. Like we see him here, he's got a chair on the outside. He's on the ring. He's got a chair. He does his triple jump in into the guardrail, but Alex Wright just moves out of the way and he crashes. And he nearly into- puts himself unconscious. Yeah, he crashes into the guardrail. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's Sabu being Sabu, but he doesn't. He can't do that in these in WCW. I actually really enjoyed this match. So did I. It was different. And Alex Wright is when we were saying in the first episode like it wasn't polished. Mm. This is a match that is polished. Where really? there's, there's no there's no real like when I say when I say polished, I mean doesn't look choreographed. It's not choreographed. Everything they do is actually like 
it's connections. Yeah. There's real. Yeah, you can tell it is it is flowing. But... Flow. That's a yeah. But oh, Sabu is so. Fucked on drugs. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's you... probably down, down the bottle of whiskey. Yeah, but he's so out of it. Not not out of it as in he's on drugs, but he doesn't. He's so poor in the ring because he can't do yeah. his it's hardcore. It's not the He can't you know do his hardcore love. style. It's not, it's not. Yeah. He can't go out and just grab a few tables or. Well, he can't grab a table during the match anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, like here we see, like I said earlier, he, about, he does look like he's staggering about a bit though. He doesn't, yeah. He doesn't look. He doesn't look in great condition. Alex Wright, even still, he's doing well. Even still, even when he doesn't look like he's doing great. He knows how to finish a move. Yeah. He knows how to land a move. Yeah. Goodly. Goodly. Is that even a real word? Goodly? It is now. <laughs> <laughs> and badly, he knows how to take it yeah. and knows how to finish it. Yeah. This is why I really like this match. Yeah. Uh, Sabu is... One of the... I don't know. I, I, I highly rate him. <laughs> I, me personally, I, yeah. I do. I mean, this match isn't bad. It's better than what I thought. Alex Wright really impressed me. Yeah, really impressed me. You know, really impressed me as well. It's just, just like up against a guy like Sabu. Yeah, where two completely different styles. You know, and when, he holds his own. Yeah, when when Hold we record this, we it. we have the show on the network in the background, just so we can keep an eye on it, keep it fresh. We just saw Alex Wright. Do a moonsault over Sabuta and then hit a German suplex, which looked pretty neat. But then we get yeah. some sort of head scissors, head scissors victory roll off the top rope from Sabu, which it, it just looked sloppy. It isn't the Sabu you no, know and love. It, it, I, that to finish the match, I didn't enjoy. The finish off the match. Well, Sabu gets to win. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> Sabu gets the win. At the end of this, right? I'm like, how the fuck can the ref overturn his ruling? Uh, I don't know. So right. at the end of the, so, at the end of this match, Sabu Bind goes a bit mad. He gets a fucking table, table obviously, table. which but it is look- great to watch. It's but not the ref. It's not your standard WWF table at the time. It looks like if I wanted to do some decorating, I'd get it and I'd lay my wallpaper out on it. Yeah. But, so it sort of bends in the middle. Yeah. Of the but looks, Alex Wright is sat on the edge, and Sabu just dives headfirst into him. Yeah. There's no finesse about it. There's no cross body. Sabu just dives headfirst into Alex Wright and they crash through the table. I personally think what's happened is ECW have turned around to Sabu and said, look, mate, you've got to stop the drugs, you've got to stop the drinking, you need to leave. Sabu's <laughs> gone like, fuck you, I'm going <laughs> WCW. Yeah. And he's gone there for yeah. two months. Wait, yeah. Was it two months he was there for? Yeah, we, so he gets, I know of one pay-per-view match, he might get two, but he's only there, he, he doesn't even see... The end of the year out. And, and this back. is we're in September, so it doesn't yeah. even see the end of December. Yeah, exactly. So he's there for tops. Two, three months. Top. Three months. And you can tell it must have been. And he goes back to the ECW, doesn't he? Yeah, he goes back to ECW until until the end. You know. So you can tell the, the way he's fight, he's still. Yeah. He must be taking drugs and. Oh, he's, he's doing Not even something. good drugs, he must have been like <laughs> crack or something. And he wasn't. 
as finessed. No. As he should have been. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It was. It was a good match. Good match. But it I really wasn't, enjoyed it. I it, enjoyed it. It wasn't very. It was a typical Sabu match. Very sloppy. Yeah, yeah. We then get a Mean Gene and Ric Flair promo, which was a fucking farce. Not on Ric Flair's because huh? <laughs> Ric Flair's promos are always, always. good. Whoa. What? Ric Flair's promos are always good. Yeah. Flair's promos are always good. Alright. Yeah, you... Yeah. Do you not agree? No. Why not? This one wasn't Flair's, pro- Flair's fault. <laughs> oh, it was... Oh, alright. It was not Flair's fault. Is that what we were oh, saying? Oh, hang on. <laughs> Who came out halfway through the interview for no apparent reason and said one line? something last night i was over in south beach you were styling profiling moving and grooving the paparazzi the beautiful women and now at fall brawl arn anderson you know me gene the only thing missing at south beach last night was the fact that double a my running mate my main man and my best friend was not at my side because Conspicuous by his absence, I'm told today that Double A was back in his hotel room calling his wife and little boy. Instead of running wild with an ancient boy, we used to be like Joe Montana, the pretty boy. He was Lawrence Taylor, the killer. We ruled the world. There was no path in life that Arn Anderson couldn't walk because he was at my side. This was the symbol. This wasn't the four horsemen. This was the symbol of excellence. This was the show. And Sunday, ah. Wait a minute, gentlemen. Hold on. Lex Luger. The total package in town. And you know what? One thing Double A always said was, Nate, Hulk Hogan's driven you crazy. Well, Hogan, look what you've done now. Look who's here. The total package. 6-5. Lex Luger. 275. 22-inch arms. 60-inch chest. The total package. Hogan, tonight, the package takes control. Right, Package. You know, Rick, some things never change, do they? You are too much. Oh. And I'm going to stay too much. And tonight, Hulk Hogan 
Lex Luger. Thank you very much, Ric Flair. Still to come, Hogan and Luger collide here on Monday Nitro. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so, if you listen to the promo, there's something about Flair talking about himself going out clubbing and blah 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 and well, that is having Rick birds Flair. and drinking and Arn Anderson's at home talk and talking and he's on the phone to his wife in the hotel room and talking about his kid. But it makes no sense. But that is Flair. He is the man. Weeding, stealing, jet flying, <laughs> limousine riding, <laughs> son of a gun. He's fucking something, I tell you. <laughs> but, so His we, curtains one, the old fucking <laughs> flare curtains. <laughs> so we get this promo. They're building up the, the match between Arn Anderson and Ric Flair at the pay-per-view. And then for some unknown reason, Ric Flair starts... He starts promoting Lex Luger as if he's going to be the next president of the United States. Yes, yeah. it's just weird, isn't it? It's I just... don't know why. They've got no connection. Or they've got no connection at this point. Yes, he was a former Four Horsemen in the nine, early 90s. But they've got no connection. Yeah, it's weird. Luger comes out, he stands there in the ring, he poses, he says one line, maximum of two messes them up and it's your, typ- it's your typical Luger stance as well he's he's, he's, he's playing oiled with his, up looking fucking yeah. he, armband he, on he's playing with his pecs making them bounce he's smiling because Ric Flair's building him up and he, and he doesn't know what to say you know he says what? it's like it's like Luger's the bird and Flair's the woman he's like <laughs> oh you're looking beautiful girl yeah and look, then look, and he leaves and he just leaves <laughs> it's like the worst shut up I've ever yeah he leaves and it's like, that doesn't tell us why Luger came out. And we get a woo from Flair. Of course we get a woo from Flair. <laughs> everyone gets, everyone loves stupid, a woo from Flair. Absolutely stupid. <laughs> so, we get that promo. This is where, like, I think it, it, it's so, like... So from the first episode, it looks low budget, doesn't it? Yeah. And then to the second episode where we're on now, it, like, they're in an arena. Yeah, it lo- looks lo- a bit more budget. The visual budget. But, but the class and yeah, I, the, I, I see it, is, it just isn't yeah. there yet. Yeah, it, not the beginning of the episode there. is a little bit, little bit sloppy, a little bit touchy. Which though. is what makes it actually quite a good watch. Yeah, it's not crisp. watching it. Yeah, like rewatching it. Yeah, it's actually you think so? Oh, but then the, it's not like you, you get stuff and you in in your head you're going, even if you know the storyline, it's still still going. That doesn't make any sense yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So, our second matchup for the evening is a US title match. Oh, my boy Sting. Your boy Sting versus... <sighs> fucking... Your boy, B.K. Wall Street. This guy done the worst promo ever. <laughs> and I can't believe that... This isn't on like YouTube for like <laughs> the worst. Like, when you get YouTube videos, like yeah. the worst promos ever. Yeah. Episode one, that promo was shocking. That should have been number one <laughs> on worst promos of all time. And you see shit from what fucking all these guys now. Yeah. 
Yes, now, okay, now they're scripted, but you could tell that was a scripted promo back then, but he just didn't know what it, to it, say. That was scripted, you know, he just yeah. couldn't get the words out. No. It was so bad. So fucking bad. So, as Sting comes out, he's he's getting some pyro, not much. He's getting some. Sting don't need it, though. No, he doesn't need pyro. Sting don't, never, he never needed pyro, never needed nothing. He just looks He good. looks the part. But here... This is the first time, I don't know if you caught it, what Eric Bischoff was talking about when Sting was making his way to the ring. Go on. This was the first time that Eric Bischoff gave away the results for WWF Raw. Hey, and by the way, in case you're tempted to uh, grab the remote control, check out the competition, don't bother. It's two or three weeks old. And Shawn Michaels beat the big guy with a super kick he's good earn a green belt with in a local YMCA. Stay right here. It's live. It's where the action is. Who cares about that? They named it after a bunch of uncooked eggs. This thing sizzles here, ladies and gentlemen. Period. So as Sting... I remember watching it and it... So out a bit. So Sting was walking down to the ring, and Bischoff tells us, "Don't bother turning channels. Don't bother tuning to WWF Raw. That was recorded two weeks ago. HBK's already beat Sid Vicious with a super kick." I didn't even clock onto that. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yep. Fucking hell. This is the f- so we're in episode two, and he's already given away the results of Raw. I knew. I knew he did it, because it's been spoke about many times, but I never knew I it never was this early on. I thought it was a couple of months down the line, maybe. Not the second episode, and he's given away the results. Oh, that man's a fucking genius, isn't he? Oh. I actually... Rewatching it, I'm actually liking Bischoff. Yeah, he's... He's not. He wasn't liked in the wrestling business. He and I. Some people still don't like him. Some people still think he's full of shit. I listened to his podcast with Conrad Thompson, and he's got such a good business mind for things. He will. He. But he does still talk some shit. Don't we? Yeah. <laughs> don't we all? Yeah, that's true, and it's true. But watching him now. I'm thinking, I wish I was my age now. Yeah, so you could appreciate Back then, to be able to appreciate how good he actually was. Yeah. He knew what was going on. Yeah, he knew knew everything. He wasn't like Vince McMahon. He he was a dictator. Yeah. Bishop would let you do whatever you wanted, but it it keeps you in line line a little bit. It pulled the reins, but he wasn't telling you what to do. Yeah. So this is why they were so good. Yeah, it was. In this match, it's it's not a, it's not a great match. Don't, no, it's we, not. We don't it's know. Not. Sting's Sting's got control of the whole yeah. game. We don't yeah. know why VK Wall Street has got on a US title shot. I mean, it's his first match. Yeah, there's no real. But then saying that, what well, if Flair deserves a title shot in the last episode? Because it was always Sting and Flair, wasn't it? Yeah, it's all, it could, that was the problem. That's yeah. why it was a script. That, that's, like, it's a typical that, Sting that's Flair why, match. That's why it was on episode one because it's Sting what, and WCW, Flair. WCW, what do you think? Sting versus Flair. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That's what, you, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, this it's, makes no sense. No, this makes like, no sense. It's not. A, it's not a great match. And this is a newcomer. This is a 
Yeah, so brand new guy walking into the ring. Yeah, and you brand, get sting for a US title. Yeah, brand new, brand new character. Yes, he's been there before. Yes, he's been in the WWE. Yeah, before. he's been in the game before, but he's. This is his brand new run, and he's just been thrown into a title shot. Well, you know, we get a nice diving yeah. clothesline from Sting over the top rope. That was nice. Sting is a good competitor. He is very methodical, though. He he is a very samey guy in the ring. Yeah. Get your drop kicks. Yeah, you get your drop kicks. You get you your get presses. Presses. Yeah. You, you get your Stinger splash. But he doesn't. Don't he, don't he do like a? In fact, does a fucking a bulldog off the top rope on this? Does he? No, he gets the cross body. Oh, the, oh yeah. yeah, he gets the cross body off the top rope. Which surprises me because I'm I'm not sure if at this time he uses the Scorpion Death Drop as a finishing maneuver or not. No, he doesn't. That only comes when it comes to Crow. I don't know if it's when he's on the Crow. It's later on though. Yeah, obviously he's got the, the Scorpion Death Lock, which is the sharpshooter. But I'm pretty sure that. he used to do like the bulldog off top rope. Was that yeah, right? he, he he did do some sort of top rope maneuver. Yeah. Um. Do you know what I used to like with Sting though? Yeah. His punches. Yeah. They looked like they... fucking proper punches that connected. Yeah. I like I liked his Stinger splash into the. The corner. splash is always good. Yeah. Always good fun that. Oh. This oh is it this match? No, it's not this match. It's it's the next one. But the finish was Sting hits crossbody, and he gets the win. Which. Sting was always going to win, but it wasn't an impressive match. Thing though, nobody likes like me personally. I like Sting doing the Deathlock. Yeah, yeah, but I, with the when he's into it, yeah, and his face is going, and he's like, yeah, but then they're, they're not going to waste that on just a TV show or a TV match. No, of course you're not gonna. So the match wasn't too bad, really. I mean, Sting was. Sting. It, was, it was a pointless match. Yeah, it was a pointless match. Sting was Sting. VK Wall Street did nothing. The most useless camp game. <laughs> In my opinion, I really, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I really dislike him. Like, yeah, he, he's not, a, he's not showing a very, he's not putting out a very good showing at the moment. Nah, at his all. promo was bad. His match was shocking. Yeah, his match was. Especially when you're against Sting, it's. You ain't, yeah. you ain't gonna get the performance you want yeah. when you're up against a class wrestler, yeah. like Sting. No, it wasn't. It was, it was a yeah. It was. It, it was, was a throwaway match. It yeah. was a throwaway. Yeah, it was definite, definite throwaway. So our third match for the evening is Scott Norton versus Randy Savage. And I'm just gonna. It's, a, it, it's not a quality match. This match sticks out in my mind, though. For what reason? Savage is one of my favourite wrestlers of all time. See, this sticks out to me because of the finish. Really? Oh, the finish was... Let's not mention the finish yet. The finish was terrible. Let's just discuss the match first. <laughs> Savage, Savage gets a good reaction when he comes out. You can tell... Yeah, yeah. He's a fan favourite, isn't he? Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of Savage, regardless of all of the... Hold on a minute. 
You forget about the promo before the match. What? Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno. We find out that Disco Inferno is debuting for the first time on this week's Saturday night. <laughs> Fuck off, Disco. I remember Disco, and he, like, as a child... Oh, he's a prick. <laughs> I, I really liked him. Oh, yeah, but he's a prick in real life. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Oh, so we get... <laughs> so back to the match. As Scott Norton comes out, this is when I realised that the commentators were at the back of the arena. Yeah, you can see him, can't you? Yeah, because Norton is standing on one of the back corners shouting towards the back, still giving Mongo grief and still trying to mouth off to him yeah which makes the character better but which still gives plausibility to the last episode which is making the whole setting the scene yeah. for maybe a future yeah there's got to be something there yeah which I like that I mean there's a he guy he looks like a fucking idiot but <laughs> there's a guy <laughs> in the crowd in an American flag shirt with a luchador mask on <laughs> This is, they're in Miami. They're not even in like the fucking. Oh, they're not even like Alabama. Yeah. Written next day, don't Yeah, Savage is definitely the fan favourite. Yeah, but look at him now. He looks the part. He, Savage has he, always, always put on a show. Yeah. He, he looks good. The fans are loving him. The match, though, there's not much to the actual match itself. There's a lot you can say about personal life and all that, but in the ring... Yeah. And in his promos... Oh, yeah. Savage the is man definitely one of the best. Was definitely, if not the best. He's definitely Maybe not the best otherwise, but his promos were he's def- the best. He's one, of, he's one of the best up there. Yeah. You know, if Scott Norton starts to match off quick. He attacks Savage as, as he comes into the ring. Because Norman's a big, yeah, big he's, guy. He's not. Big he's guy. not tall, but he's not. He's built. He's like. He's, but like, he's, not, he's like a big bu- puff but, pump, isn't he? He's like. Yeah, but yeah, he's not. I wouldn't say he's muscular, as in he's, he's broad, not broad. Yeah, wide. He's he's a barrel. Yeah, he's a barrel. That's a good word. <laughs> he's, he's a barrel. He's a barrel. <laughs> and then we see Savage sort of going at him. Yeah. You, it takes him like two clotheslines to yeah, take him down. Yeah. Scott Norton is very stiff in the ring as well. You know, you get a stiff clothesline from him. Savage. How old was Savage back then? Oh. He must have been in his. Near and on 40. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He didn't, in his he 40s. didn't have the body. He's got his bald spot, though. Yeah, he got the bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have the body. No. But he had. The agility and the mood yeah. and the, the want. Yeah. The want to wrestle and just put on a good show. Yeah. I, I, at one point, he gets dropped on his head. Norton drops yep. Savage on his head. Yep. and I mean, there's good selling from a bear hug from Savage. Where yeah. He, he sells it for the rest of the match, doesn't he? Where he's... His, he, yeah, his he's, whole body's just gone in it. Yeah. He, he, he's, fine, he's struggling to walk. He's... Selling his back. We get... Towards the finish of the match, the Dungeon of Doom come out. 
again. Which I don't understand that either. Because they're attacking Is it because they're going because of war games? Because of war games. But the best part of the finish is... So, I think it's... The shark comes out, he tries to attack Savage, but Savage... He takes him out, doesn't he? He pushes... (laughs) He takes him out, I remember. He pushes Norton into, (laughs) into the shark. They both fall down, but the shark lands on Norton's legs, so he can't move. Savage hits the top rope elbow, gets the pin, and then the shark just gets up. Yeah, <laughs> he's just, yeah. It's like he's just pinning him down, isn't he? He's like, there's no. I don't know. It just didn't make much sense for then the whole of Dungeon of Doom to come out. But you think like a lot of this Nitro, it's because they're building up. You to have to watch the Saturday night as well. At the moment, you do yeah. But once the old Saturday night goes, yeah. it's just Nitro. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, we'll be able to really keep up with the story and see where things are going. But we get all the Dungeon of Doom come out. They attack Savage. Well, they tried to attack Savage, but like I said, Shark lands on Norton's legs. He he can't move until Savage hits the pinfall. He gets up straight away. More of the Dungeon of Doom come out, but... with. Savage manages to make an escape, escapes through the crowd, he's home and dry, and then Norton is now faffing about with the Dungeon of Doom because they cost him the match. The thing is though, it makes me think what Norton does next. Yeah, I'm not sure where he goes at the moment. Like, Norton's had a good... They're pushing him. They're not, they're not pushing him as like a top star. No, no, but he's but had a good little run. He's, he's, they're pushing his him. first match was against Savage. Yeah, they put they are putting him in a high position. I don't know where he goes after this. I don't think he looks... Yeah, so the next couple of episodes we'll find out, won't we? But. Yeah. Yeah. So then we move on to our main event of the evening, which is... Fucking Luger. Lex Luger. Hogan. Versus Hollywood. No, it's not Hollywood. Hollywood, you're about two years too early for that. Versus versus Lex Luger. (laughs) Hogan versus Luger. That's what we're next. Yeah, Hogan versus Luger in the main event for the world title. It ain't Hollywood with two years prior. (laughs) Or a year and a... What were we? Not end of era, but 96. End of 96, probably. Yeah, we're, we're... I'm a year ahead. You're a year ahead. I'm a year ahead. ahead. <laughs> you know, so we get Luger coming out. We get Hogan coming out. He gets the most, most pyro out of anyone. <coughs> he paid for it, didn't he? Well, yeah. If you watch when Luger comes out, he's very unsure when to walk out. I think he's scared that his pyro is going to hit him. Do you f- I always think Luger's a bit... Awkward. Thick. <laughs> 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 like... Hogan's getting pyro from the ceiling. Yeah, but but Luger's when Luger was coming comes, out, he comes out like a he. You can see you get a camera a shot dopey, behind behind him, and you can see Luger looking to the right to run the stagehands, making sure he gets his cue so he doesn't walk out when his pyro is coming up through the ramp. Yeah, and we've gone to Luger. Luger's not even. Yeah, <laughs> so Luger's already there, but you can see he's unsure when the pyro's coming. 
obviously they didn't rehearse it very well. Or this was, is the thing, like the beginning of we're on episode two, and everything's very ropey. It is. It's not very. It's not very smooth. The production's not all there. No. It's, no. But it's it, fucking good. Yeah. Like it's the visuals. It's better than what you get now. As I yeah. think. I, the, the visuals I, I've are good. Slowly given up now, but it's yeah. just. But I don't know. Luger versus Hogan. I think has it's got to be a five star classic. It's got to be an absolute amazing matchup. And if you believe that, you're fit. Just like Luger is. Oh, because. But they both look in great they, shape. They, they look impressive. This should be their, a five star match. With, with their, if it was a bodybuilding contest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we we don't get much. They both do the same moves back and forth. We get the pushes. We get the body slams. Yeah. You get the walk around the ring, you yeah. get the fuck out, look at you, look at me, and you get a slam, and then... Yeah, they don't do anything. Jimmy Literally. Hart running around the ring. Literally, in my notes, I've got Hogan hits a suplex with a no-sell. Luger then hits a suplex with a no-sell. We get a power slam from them both. Luger, get... Luger puts Hogan in the rack at one point, and he thinks he's won. What the fuck is that all about? What the torture rack? No, thinking that he's was, I thought that was. I actually yeah. thought that was really impressive that he's got Logan, Logan Hogan up there. Yeah, he's, Hogan's not a fucking small guy. No, he's not. He's what six five, two fifty, maybe three hundred pounds. And he's got him up there. Yeah, doing he, it. He's, and he's cranking and him. And he's going for it. He's cranking him. But Logan's that much of an idiot because the arm drops down twice. Classic Hogan as well. Yeah, one. We all know two. Of course, he's not going to drop the arm going back up. (laughs) But Luger, being the idiot, thinks he's won, so he drops. He drops him down. He's celebrating. The ref going, no, no, no. no, The ref going, no, no, you didn't win. He only, he only dropped it twice. He kicked out as such. But no, absolutely mad. He's, he's not listening to the ref. This is where it's not. Refined. Uh, yeah, but he, that, that's the story telling in the match there that Luger thinks he's won. Because Luger's obviously playing the hill this at this point. This is why WWF were match. winning at one point. Because yeah. they couldn't it, do a story. Yeah. Oh. You had top quality wrestlers. Yeah, that, you know. Well, I say top quality, but. Yeah. You had big named. Yeah, you, you have wrestlers. big names, and then they moved over to WCW. But. The big names aren't always the best wrestlers. Of course they are. You know, both, both both Luger and Hogan were bodybuilders. Yeah, they were they were body guys. They weren't they weren't Alex Wright and old Sabu who could do some good moves. All right, Sabu. Yeah. All right, Sabu botches most of them, but he doesn't. Yeah, That's the thing. He, he doesn't. Does, he does moves. <laughs> he doesn't just. Put a headlock on for five minutes and then does a power slam. Gives you a big boot and gives you a leg drop. Yeah, exactly. Saying that, who do we think wins this match? Of course, it's Hulk Hogan. Not even going to say it, are we? No. Not even going to say it. There's going to be no doubt about it that Luger was going to lose. It's so... 
Yeah, it's not it's not a great match. It's not. I wouldn't go back and watch. I wouldn't recommend to go back and watch it. No, I wouldn't even watch this. Really, there was the best part was Sabu. Yeah, the best part. Well, literally, the best thing was Sabu. The fact that you know that he was in WWE for about two months. Yeah, and this was one of his. To give you that, the torture rack on Hogan it does look good. Was it does look good? Very good. Like like the way he got him up there and the the way he twisted him round yeah. and put him in that was like how it's like John Cena, yeah, doing the F five, yeah, and someone kicking out of it, yeah. It's like, yeah, but shit. <laughs> Cena's shit. The F five yeah. shit, but it's like it's. Yeah. That, the way he does that package yeah on Hogan on a big guy like Hogan yeah. is fucking quality the, the ref in this is brilliant it's Randy Anderson he's so animated it it improves the match drastically yeah. if you had just your box down the ref going no that doesn't count it wouldn't be as fun it wouldn't be as good but then like, after, after like Luger does the package it goes for the pin yeah doesn't get the pin, and then tries to beat Hogan up, and Hogan does again. Hogan hulks up. Hulks up. Yeah. And it's a bit like oh, you. No, yeah. Pointing the finger, <laughs> and then it, and then we get the comeback. Hogan wins. He hits a leg drop. He hits the big boot. It's, but as soon as he, as soon as the match is well, before the match is over, we get the Dungeon of Doom, Doom come out. We get. Zodiac, we get Ming, we get the Taskmaster, we get Kamala, we get the Shark. But what is important here is they're only attacking Hogan. Yeah. Luger isn't being attacked. Savage comes out and Sting comes out. They all make the save. Obviously, the match is thrown out. Hogan obviously won it because he's in the boot, but... Yeah. Disqualification. Yeah, Hogan retains his title... So we get the four faces of WCW. We get Luger. Well, we get Hogan, Savage, and Sting fighting off the Dungeon of Doom while Luger's laid there in the ring and they're not touching him. But the thing is, the whole reason Savage and Sting came out was because of they the were main in a fatal event. four-way. Because of the pay-per-view. War games. Yeah. So... How, yeah, Hogan and Luger have a little ruck... Yeah so, yeah, so Hogan and, Hogan and Luger are now facing off because they fit, Hogan thinks that Luger's on the Dungeon of Doom side. They know that Vader isn't going to be there for the pay-per-view. So now they're, they've got to decide what they want to do for the fourth member of the team. Luger is not saying anything. He, Sting is pushing for him big time to be yeah. on the team. Sting is... Savage is absolutely dead set against the Sting idea. and Luger are best mates. Yeah. Sting and best Luger mates are best outside mates. of the ring, inside of the ring, they're best mates. Yeah, so they're, they're pu- he's pushing for them to be on the team. Savage is dead against it. Hogan is undecided. He finally agrees for Luger to be on the team, but Luger's got one condition that he gets another title shot down the line. It's fair enough, the match got thrown out, so he wants some sort of rematch. 
All right, fans, it is erupted here in light of the decision just handed down by the referee for the second consecutive week on Monday Nitro. Again, Hulk Hogan, we have to sort some things out with Fall Brawl coming up this Sunday and War Games. You're short a man. I understand Vader does not qualify to be part of the Hulkamaniacs when you meet the Dungeon of Doom. Well, you know something, me, Gene? War Games is one week away. It's not bad enough that Vader has already gone AWOL. They've got an extra man on us, brother. It's three against four. Luger comes out here, get in my face two weeks in a row, gives me the run for my money, the match of my life, brother. Where are you coming from, Luger? How come they didn't lay their hands on you when they jumped on my back? Which side are you on, brother? I'd like to say double goes for me. I'm asking you also. Hey, 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 hey! Uh -huh. Let's hear it. Where are you coming from, Luger? What about it? Well, hold on, man, just a minute. Just, wait a second, just look around here. Look at this. Look at this right here. Does this look like something big? Hey, come on, man. Vader's out of the picture. And it looks like the total package. Come on. With all due respect, he gave even you a run for the money, Hulkster. To me, to me, this would be, this is the team look. This is the deal. No, it's not the team. I'd rather go four versus three, because if we win, we get the Taskmaster. Buddy, I'm going to tell you something, bottom line. I'd rather know that nobody's on our side helping us, rather than getting stabbed in the back by Luger coming in here and showing something different than what needs to happen. Gentlemen, what are the Hey, here? let me just say something, Macho Man. You and I have nothing against each other, right? Exactly. Okay, you want to win war games, right? Exactly. Well, so do I. That means I vote Luger into the team, man. I vote him in. I respect that. But I need to ask you a question. All right, go ahead and ask. How come the Dungeon of Doom attacked Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage and didn't touch you and Jimmy Hart? Oh. Wait a minute. Are you saying that I'm not red and yellow? I'm the one, in case you didn't know it, went back to get you and Sting to help the Hulkster. Okay, gentlemen. Listen to him. Listen to what Jimmy's trying to say. Wait a minute, oh. brothers. Let me put this all together. Are you saying that we should let Lex Luger take Vader's place in war games? Yes, yes. Hulkster. Yes. This is America, baby. Innocent till proven guilty. You have the final vote, baby. It looks like it's your call. Bottom line, I vote no. So it's one-to-one, -one, brother, I'm telling you. I got a feeling that he ain't right. You can have, you listen, Macho Man, you can have your vote, but you're only one of four votes. Okay, brother, you want him in, you want him out. I'm torn apart. But the way I look at war games, when you put all the men in the cage, we'll find out what everybody's made of, Luger. Would you be our partner, brother? We want to test you in war games. Yes. Well, tell him! Tell him! Don't make a fool out of me! Don't embarrass us! Do it! I'll step in there in war games, and I'll stand with you side by side, blow by blow, but one condition. I want that title shot down the line. You promise me. There's some unfinished business here. He's got an ulterior motive. Oh, get, right you get back to you. Personally, I think Luger should have won it. Well, I don't know. With the total package, the way he done it, that deserves a win. Yeah, but it's Hogan. Hogan's not going to lose to Packy. That's the problem, isn't it? That's, that's always been the problem <laughs> yeah. with Hogan. That's why no one likes the camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so we get 
we get we get the, the in-ring interview with me and Gene. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Gene is always good in the ring when he's got Hogan there, when he's got Savage there. He knows how to conduct the interviews. He knows how to play them up. It is good. It's a great way to end the show. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah. It really was. It's a great, great finish. It's Sting and Savage us. having little words with each other. Yeah. So Sting's trying to defend Luger. Savage is having none of it. Yeah. We, we It tells us what we're getting on the main event of the pay-per-view. We know now who's in the team. Who We know the face in the Dungeon of Doom. We know it's in War Games. But we don't know anything else for the pay-per-view. You mm. can't build the pay-per-view up it's only the, on the main event. Is our next episode the pay-per-view? Our next episode is the pay-per-view. And we know two matches. We know and we don't know if Luger's going to turn. We don't. We know there's two matches in our first two episodes. We haven't seen the, the, tag, the tag champions. No. We haven't seen the TV champion. No. We saw a little tiny little yeah, clip. We, we, he's on Saturday night, and I think Harlem Heat are on Saturday night. But they haven't been on Nitro. If they're building Nitro up, they need to put them on their weekly live show. Yeah. They can't keep them on the B show. Hidden. Yeah. So. It's going to happen. Yeah. So, like, like we said, our next episode is going to be full brawl. I'd like to know if Luger gets a championship. Uh, I can't remember if he does or not. I don't think... Where are we? So I don't think he ever did. No. I don't... Not after this run. Late. It was late when Yeah, I don't think he gets it as something connected to this. Because I know there's a surprise at the end of the pay-per-view, which I'm keeping, because I'm sure you don't, don't know that. this. Don't say that. So there'll be a surprise there, which will then lead into the following pay-per-view. I reckon the pay-per-view will make the rest of Nitro. Yeah, I, th- I think... Their first pay-per-view will make the rest of their shows... Yeah, because it's that kind of like... It's that big block, isn't it? It's that starting, starting slash finishing point. So we should be able to see where other B, C, D storylines are going rather than just this main one with yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan. So our next episode will be Full Brawl 1995. War Games! The double steel cage, double ring match. It's the Hulkamaniacs, as they're being billed as on the yeah, pay-per-view. The versus Dungeon of Doom. And the other match that we know of is Ric Flair versus Arn Anderson. I'm personally looking forward to that one. Yeah, me too. That's got to be a, I, it's got to be a blinding match. I love Anderson. I think it's got to be as a wrestler. He yeah. is. It's got to be. It's got to be a good quality, match. Absolutely quality. So that's us done for this week. We will back. Like I said we'll be back next week. Be sure to follow us on Twitter on Nitro Listen. We'll be releasing the shows on iTunes. Spotify, Podbean, all your top podcasting apps. Be sure to like, subscribe, give us five stars. Want to interact with us on Twitter? Do as you like. We'll always be there. We'll always respond. That's it from me, Sean.
Will, got yeah, any final comments from the show? Me. I'm looking forward to next week. Next week's going to be really good. I really am. Next week is going to be... It's going to be good. More games. I reckon the one good. I'm going to enjoy the most, yeah. I think. I know it's only episode three next week, but it should and be good. And the pay-per-view... It's a big story, a big surprise at the end, which I already know. Oh, you were, I don't remember it. No, no. That's what I mean. I'm going to watch it with you guys. As we we are talking about it, I'm going to watch it. There's going to be a big debut. That's it, we're done. (laughs) Catch us next week. Back here at the same time. Please don't